Welcome to the Lessons for Living television program. My name is Bill Santos. Thank you so much for watching. Ever since 9-11, the United States has instituted the Homeland Security Advisory System. The levels are assigned based on information gathered by the intelligence agencies to help the United States be prepared for potential terror attacks in the future. Now, whether you know it or not, we use this same system pretty much every day of our lives to chart our own level of anxiety. You know, you are awakened through the night with a stomach ache. It's better by morning, but that nagging pain comes back later that afternoon. Anxiety level, green, low. Over the next few days, the pain doesn't get any better. In fact, you have a couple of sharp pains and you go see your doctor. The doctor runs a battery of tests. Anxiety level blue, guarded. Two days later, the doctor calls, wants you to come back for a consultation. You know, one of the tests didn't look just right. He wants to run a couple of extra tests just to make sure everything is okay. Anxiety alert level, yellow, elevated. That afternoon, your doctor calls and tells you that the tests, the results have come back again abnormal. And she recommends that you see a specialist and encourages you to make an appointment at your earliest convenience. Anxiety alert level, orange high. You schedule an appointment with a specialist for Monday and after a few pokes and prods and a couple of new tests, the specialist calls you and your spouse into his office and tells you what you feared the most. You have a terminal illness. Anxiety alert level, red. Severe. Some people call it tension, others call it anxiety. Jesus, you will see in a moment, called it worry. I'm calling it fear of the future. In many ways, we are a fearful nation. We're, we're a nation of worriers. And all of our worries are always about the future. For example, we worry that We'll, we will be alone in the future. We, we, we worry that we will not know what to do when we get to the future. We worry that we won't have what we need in the future. We, we, we worry that we will be hurt by someone or, or by something in the future. We, why do you think that the number one concern in every federal election without fail is almost always the economy? Because... People worry, and they worry about their, their, their financial, their social, their vocational future. Oh, let me just make a quick clarification. There's a difference between worry and concern. If you're not concerned about your children playing in the street in traffic, then you're a bad parent. If you're not concerned about saving money for your future retirement, then you're just foolish. There are certain things every day that we need 
to be legitimately concerned about. There's a difference between being carefree and careless. I'm not talking about legitimate concerns. I'm talking about illegitimate worry. Concern focuses on the present, while worry is attached to the future. Well, Jesus took this fear head on when he says to us in Matthew chapter 6 and verse 34 the following, Therefore do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about its own things. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. Someone has defined worry as the interest we pay in advance today for trouble that may never come tomorrow. The problem with worrying and fearing the future is simply this. When you are worrying, you're acting like a spiritual orphan. You're acting like either there is no God, or if there is a God, then then he's powerless. What you're really saying is, I don't really believe that God can do what he says he will do, and I, I don't really believe that God will be with me and take care of me in my troubles. Now, being a worrier myself, it's a lot easier to talk about overcoming worry than it is to actually overcome it. We can take what Jesus said in Matthew 6, and from that we can take some practical steps that will help us to overcome the fear of the future and just keep our anxiety alerts at a minimum. Number one, remember. Remember how God has performed in the past. Christian author Ellen White writes in her book, Life Sketches, We have nothing to fear for the future, except as we shall forget the way the Lord has led us and his teaching in our past history. Now, I'm going to make a very simple statement right now, and I hope it will speak volumes to us about how we can use the past to help us face the future. You ready? Here it is. We're here now. We're here, aren't we? Whatever has happened to us in the past, to this point, we have survived. We're here. Okay, maybe a little beaten up, perhaps a little bruised, but we're still here. We're still standing. One of the greatest leaders who ever lived was Moses, and Moses had this great habit of sitting the children of Israel down from time to time and just just reminding them of what God had done for them in the past because he was trying to prepare them to go into the promised land. And he makes this statement in Deuteronomy chapter 1, verse 30 and, and, uh, and 31. Here's what he says. The Lord your God is going before you. He will fight for you just as you saw him do in Egypt. And you saw how the Lord your God cared for you again and again here in the wilderness, just as a father cares for his child. Now Moses has asked them to go up and down this memory lane and just remember what God had already done for them. Did they remember the parting of the Red Sea? Did they remember the pillar of fire? 
Do they remember how God destroyed the Egyptian army? Even now in the wilderness, here were millions of people who needed to have food. How was God feeding them? Every morning he gave them manna, bread. God just delivered it to them. When they needed water, Moses would walk up to a rock and speak to it. And God would have water gush out of the rock to take care of their needs. You see, the whole point Moses was making was this. Don't you see how God has performed in the past? Don't you think that God has taken care of your past? That that same God can't take care of our present and take care of our future? God said something amazing to the nation of Israel through the prophet Isaiah. Listen to the words found in Isaiah chapter 46 and verse 3. Listen to me, O house of Jacob, and all the remnant of the house of Israel, you who have been born by me from birth and have been carried from the womb. Get that into your mind. From the moment you were conceived in your mother's womb, when that cell was first formed, from that moment on, God was upholding you. You wouldn't be here today if God hadn't nurtured you in the past. Before you even knew what was going on, even when you didn't know there was a God, He was watching out for you. In fact, we don't even know all the trials and the tragedies we've missed because God takes care of us. Listen to what else Isaiah says in verse 4. Isaiah 46 verse 4. Until you grow old, I am the one. And until you turn gray, I will support you. I have done it and I will continue to bear it. I will support and I will rescue. You see, our life it's like two bookends. From the moment we were conceived to the moment we die, God was there. God is there. God will always be there. He will always take care of us. Have you noticed how uh, everything these days is going retro? I mean, shoes, clothes, food, cars, you know. When I was growing up, my mother used to patch my jeans when they got a hole in them. You know, she'd iron on those patches. And now, now teenagers, well, they're tearing holes out of them. Going retro is not all bad, especially when it comes to fearing the future. Everyone watching me right now, every single one of us, we can think of a time in our past when we know God intervened on our behalf. We can all think of a time when God provided for a need or, or God protected us from a harm. And if we will remember how God has performed in the past, it will encourage us as we face our future. Now, if you're watching me and you feel like an Egyptian army is behind you and the Red Sea is before you, then go retro. 
and remember how God has delivered us in the past and how God has been faithful in the past and realize that he will be that same God in the present as well as in the future. Point number two, realize what God has promised in the present. Verse 25 of Matthew chapter 6. Here, Jesus repeats something three times, beginning at verse 25. Three times he says, do not worry. When Jesus talks about worry, he's talking about tomorrow. If you think about it, worry is always about tomorrow. You act in the present, but we worry about the future. If I could guarantee to you that you would never, ever, ever again have a problem in the future, then you wouldn't worry about anything else. So worry is always about the future. Now, once again, we can use the present to teach us how to face the future. He goes on then to add in verse 34, each day has enough trouble of its own. In other words, you got to take today, which is the only day that we have, and ask for yourself this question. How can I depend upon God just for today? The way you do that is to realize what God has promised us just for today. Here's one promise, 32nd Psalm, verse 8, is what it says. I will instruct you and teach you about the direction you should go. I'll advise you and keep my eye on you. Here's another one, Deuteronomy 31. But the Lord is the one who is marching before you. He is the one who will be with you. He won't let you down. He won't abandon you. So don't be afraid or scared. Now, these are two promises. And, and putting together these two promises, here's what God has promised. Today I will guide you. Today I will guard you. Today I will go with you. Today I will give you what you need to face any trouble. You know, there's something you and I can do that God cannot do. And I know that may sound somewhat shocking to us at first, but let me tell you one thing you and I can do that God can't do. You and I can break a promise, but God cannot. God never has and God never will break one promise. We need to realize what God has promised us in the present. You know, Jesus even used an illustration that we all experience every day. He gave a very simple piece of advice on how to cure our future fright. What was it? Well, believe it or not, here's what he said. He said, become like a bird watcher. Yeah, a bird watcher. Listen, Matthew chapter 6, verse 25 and 26. 
Therefore I say to you, don't worry about your life, what you'll eat or what you'll drink or about your body, what you'll wear. Isn't life more than food and the body more than clothes? Look at the birds in the sky. They don't sow seed or harvest grain or gather crops into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Aren't you much more than they are? Have you ever seen a worried bird? Did you know that there has never been a bird in medical history that has ever been treated for hypertension, high blood pressure, or stress? So if God takes care of little birds, don't you think he'll take care of us? I mean, if you're watching me right now, and you have a roof over your head, you have some clothes in your closet, you got food on the table, you got food in the fridge, every single one of those things is like a neon flashing sign telling us, just look at today. Just realize that I'm caring for you today. And I will certainly take care of you tomorrow. Number three, rely on what God has planned for the future. If you're a child of God, if you're a follower of Jesus, I can tell you something about your future. In fact, I can guarantee something about your future. Here it is. Everything will always work out for your good. That's not speculation. That's not just positive thinking. That's what the Word of God says. Romans chapter 8, verse 28. Here's what it says. We know that God works all things together for good for the ones who love God, for those who are called according to His purposes. When we obey God today and trust God for tomorrow, we have found the antidote for our fear of the future. Now, may I be very honest and very transparent with you? Listen, I'll be honest with you. I had to work my way through all of these same steps. You see, we need to remember something as we talk about the past, as we talk about the present and as we talk about the future, here's what it is. Yesterday is gone. We can't change it. Tomorrow is not here. We can't touch it. All we can do is live in the present. The best thing about the future is that it only comes one day at a time. The only day you and I need to be concerned about is today. I want to close by sharing just a couple of thoughts with you. First of all, worry is an optional misery. We don't have to worry. Nobody forces worry upon us. Every time we worry, we choose to worry. Every time we fear the future, we choose to fear the future. There is one area where those who are true believers of Jesus Christ have an advantage over those who are not. Because when... When you know this book, when you know God, 
then you also know you don't need to worry. Has it ever occurred to you that nothing has ever occurred to God? Nothing has ever surprised God. Nothing has ever caught God off guard. He already knows the final score of the game of your life and my life. And if you are one of his children, then he guarantees it. He says, you'll win. Here's the second piece of advice. Leave tomorrow alone. When tomorrow comes, God will give us the grace and the strength we need for it. Today, we already have the grace and the strength we need. Our calendar gives each day its own number. Live them in that order, just as God arranged them. Stay in that one square at a time. Live one day at a time. I don't know what the future holds. I don't know what it holds for you. I don't know what it holds for me. But I know who holds the future. And if you're in his hands, well, then you never have to fear the future anymore. Let's pray. Our gracious God and loving Heavenly Father, how comforting to know that you are an all-powerful, all-knowing, all-loving, merciful, compassionate God. Father, we place our today in your hands. Remind us of how you have sustained us in the past, that that will strengthen us for the future. Bless each and every viewer, I pray. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, we've come to that point in our program where we have our special offer. Uh, each and every week, we like to offer our viewers something just to, to help them in their spiritual journey, uh, some materials for, their, materials for their spiritual library. Uh, just want you to know that all of these gifts are free of charge. They arrive in the mail, uh, postage paid. There's no obligation whatsoever on your part. Just before I share with you today's gift, if you've ordered these gifts in the past and <clears throat> sometimes the stock runs out and we're waiting to get it replenished, it takes some time, but if there's, if there's a resource that you have requested and for whatever reason, you know, you've fallen through the cracks and we haven't gotten that out to you, then be sure to contact us or email me, bill at l4ltv.com and we will do everything we can to get that offer out to you just as quickly as we possibly can. Well, today's offer is a special edition of the Vibrant Life magazine called A Healthy Mind in a Crazy Busy World. How's your frame of mind, it asks. It's, a, it's got some great articles in here, and we'd like to send this magazine to you. It's a gift from us. As I said, there's no obligation whatsoever on your part. Would you like to receive this magazine? Well, if you would, now pay close attention to the information we're about to give you. To receive today's free offer, you can log on to the Lessons for Living television website, www.l4ltv.com. That's the Lessons for Living television website, www.l4ltv.com. You can also write us at Post Office Box 27030, Simcoe Conlon Post Office, Oshawa, Ontario, 
L1G0A3, and we would be happy to send the offer out to you. That's Post Office Box 27030, Simcoe Conlin Post Office, Oshawa, Ontario, L1G0A3. If you live in Canada, this offer will be sent out to you free and postage paid. For viewers living outside of Canada, shipping charges will apply. If you wish, you could order this offer by calling our 1-800 number and speaking with one of our volunteers at 1-800-972-0337. 1-800-972-0337. Operators are standing by now. While on our website, you can leave a prayer request and if impressed to do so, donate to help keep this ministry on the air. Thank you for your support. Well, we've come to the end of another Lessons for Living television program. Let me thank you again for tuning in and let me encourage you to get the word out to friends and family on social media, wherever, so that they too can join us. If, uh, if you've ever missed any of the programs, all of the programs are accessible through our website, l4ltv.com. On the website, you'll see what's coming up in future broadcasts. All of the previous broadcasts are there. You have access to all of them right from the very first program we've ever aired a number of years ago. They're all there. You can, you can refer a friend there and they can see the programs. You can also find a Bible study group. If you're interested in studying the Bible, we'll, we'll set you up with a Bible study group. You can find out where I will be appearing live and you know, I have some events going on in the GTA right now that you can find out about on the uh, Live Appearances tab on the website. And there's a Donate Today tab, and we would love you to visit that one and to send a donation to the ministry to help us stay on the air. And I, it's important that I tell you that every penny that is sent to the ministry is reinvested in the ministry. The purchase of airtime and studio time and in the post-production of the programs and the gifts that we offer. Not one penny comes to me in terms of salary or in wardrobe or housing or anything else. It's all reinvested into this ministry. So I just want you to be aware of that because some of you have been trolling me there on social media saying that we do this to try to become wealthy people. Trust me. We put a lot more resources into this ministry than we would ever take out. Trust me on that. Instagram. Follow me on Instagram. Every day I put out a one-minute devotional video. You know, many of you have said that's how you start your day. You get a cup of coffee and you watch the one-minute devotional. What a great way to start the day, isn't it? Having our, th our, our thoughts directed to, to things of heaven. And so you can do that by following me on Instagram, Santos underscore Bill. You can uh, see all of our previous programs on our Facebook page. Just, just search Lessons for Living Television on Facebook. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. As a subscriber, you're going to be notified every time a new program is added to the roster of programs there. MissionNowCanada.com. That's the side of our ministry that deals with overseas mission work. On the website, you can get information about where we will be going on our next trip. You'll see pictures of past trips. You can sign up just to get information. You don't have to make any commitment. Uh, but if you're interested in learning about an upcoming trip and maybe you know trying to decide whether or not you want to join us, you can do that there. You can also send a donation 
and direct it to Mission Now for specifically for the overseas mission work. We are all out of time. I'm so thankful that you were here with us. I'll be praying that you'll be back again next time. Until then, God bless you. We'll see you back here real soon.